Now, do you think at any point the half-joking discussion that your Jeep has been involved in hit and runs and multiple homicides has had any negative impact on the sales? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure has. Sincerely, William Lucky Billy. <laughs> his, his name is William Billy. Yeah, Billy Billy. I just always assumed that his Sorry. first name was Billy. Billy Billy to his friends, <laughs> William Billy in the workplace. And Lucky to his really close friends. Lucky to family only. God's <laughs> You've gone from all eight <laughs> of the Rioses all eight of them. to what to now what the locals call Death Bay, the Gulf <laughs> of Mexico. Do they? Oh, I've talked to the locals. <laughs> so it's it's also not only does everything die there, but it's been downgraded to a bay. Listen, I've sat at the water cooler and gotten all the hot goss okay. regarding Death Bay. Let us be the first, absolute first, to say Happy New Year. Oh, yeah. Do you have a Steve and Kyle podcast? You have uh, Old Lang Syne ready? Do I have Old Lang Syne ready? Now, this is the song that three years ago, was it on this podcast, we hatched the idea that you and I were going to duet Ah. perform Old Lang Syne, me on a harmonica, (laughs) you on a guitar, as the New Year was rang in. Um, With friends and family around. You know, the only thing I'm not sure about is whether it was three years ago or four years ago. Um, but it was definitely said that we would we would perform this. Okay. TBD, though. Any day. Is this how it starts? I've never heard it this way ever. <laughs> all right. With lyrics and English translation. I didn't know there were... Should uh, well, uh, they uh, <laughs> can't all be winners, huh? <laughs> Listen, not everything you're going to find on the internet is going to sound like Steve and I singing The Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald or me singing Macy Gray. They can't all be (laughs) runaway winners with with nothing wrong with them, Steve. Take two. This one is bound to be be better. Well, eerily similar. You know, I'm just going to skip this. Uh, Perhaps we're going to go to take three. This is... I remember, <laughs> I remember Susan Boyle, everyone's favorite uh, yes. frumpy singer from, <laughs> from, from England. Boy, do you think that's on her Twitter bio? <laughs> everyone's favorite frumpy singer from England. <laughs> well, yeah, actually, I do. Susan Boyle. Uh, let's hey. See, let's, hey, frumpy. Here she is. She's got two million views on YouTube. Sing it, Susan. Most of them just want to stare at her hair. <laughs> Voice of an angel it really is. I mean, it's a shame that. Well, you know. That. You put. <laughs> put this voice on like a Ariana Grande, and there's a kajillion albums yeah. flying out of the door. Yeah. That's beautiful. Oh. Way to go, Susan. Thanks for ringing in the new year. Is Happy New Year still okay to say? That hasn't fallen by the Merry Christmas wayside? No, no, no. You can still say Happy New Year. Happy New Year's okay. Well, I mean, it's weird. This year, I 
I was getting gas at uh, the local the local Costco. Sure. Cheap, cheapest gas in town by yep. far. And um, it was, I think it was the day before Christmas or two days before Christmas. And the woman said to me, and if it applies to you, Merry Christmas. What? <laughs> I was like, man, that, you're really like, you're, stra- oh. you're really making it a point to show that you want to say Merry Christmas, but someone up the food chain has said to you, you're not allowed to say that. So you don't think that there's some weird sect or group that's come out and said, hey, you wishing me a happy New Year is offending me as a blank whatever. Like, are Chinese people offended because it's not their New Year? Well, uh, the Jewish religion, they have a they have a different New Year as well, right? That uh, That's uh, Rosh Hashanah. I don't think so. That's not it. You know, not gonna, <laughs> not gonna plant my flag. I Let think. Me, hang on, I is Rosh Hashanah? I think Amish you may have nailed it. Spell it for me. Rosh. It's R O S H space H A S H A N A H. Yeah, nailed it. Rosh Hashanah. Uh, it's literally meaning head of the year is the Jewish New hey! Year. Nailed it. Uh, I knew I'd... You know what? That's the third attempt. Yeah. And I'm finally coming around on my Jewish holidays. Mm -hmm. So it turns out Passover's in the spring. Yeah, Passover... Yeah, yeah. Around uh, around Easter time. The uh, Hanukkah, obviously, the week usually leading before the traditional Christian Christmas. And now Rosh Hashanah, which, as everybody knows, is the end of September, Steve. Uh, It's October 1st, it was. uh, Let's see. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, Rosh Hashanah 2019. We'll begin on the evening of Sunday, September 29th. Yeah, there you go. And ends in the evening, Tuesday, Whoa. October 1st. Jews are doing it right. Two days. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they got it. They they, they know what they're doing. Now, how do you do that? Let's say if you're a, a... And again, I'm totally out of the loop on this, Steve. You and I, we work at companies where we have New Year's Day off, the traditional mm-hmm. New Year's Day. Yeah. But let's say you and I are Jewish, and it's Rosh Hashanah. Can we switch? Or do we get that off in yeah, addition? You, is it like a floater? Like a floating holiday? You know what we need? We, we gave this up a while ago. We had like a... Uh, we had a show survivor consultant, which we refused to check in with it all this year. I want to say that was Josh Smith, I believe, who lives in uh, Michigan. Wait, we did? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, we called him for two minutes of awkward conversation. We asked him why in the year 2017 at that point was he still into Survivor? And we got a we got a long winded answer. Okay, but we need a show Jewish expert. Okay, we need a show Jew. I'm sure that we I'm, I'm, look. There are thousands and hundreds, dozens of people listen to this podcast yeah. on a weekly basis. Well, dozens of people download, download. this podcast on a weekly basis. I have podcasts on my phone that I've been downloading for years, and I haven't, yeah, listened, I haven't listened to it once. But it doesn't matter. Jimmy Pardo doesn't know that I don't listen. And he doesn't care. The money, well, the check clears all the same for Jimmy Pardo. There has to be at least one person of the Jewish faith yeah. listening that can fill us in on all things Rosh Hashanah. Because I have questions. Rosh, Rosh Hashanah. Right? I have obviously that question, but then I also have other questions. Like, if you're at a work meeting and something's catered, how do you know if something's kosher or non-kosher? Mm. Yeah, I just have a lot of questions. Yeah. What's it like for the modern Jewish person to live? You know? That's a good question. So if we have a show Jew, go ahead. It sounds really harsh when you say it like that. <laughs> I, I'm not on board if with we that. we have a show Jewish person, a yeah. Jewish listener... Please Jewish, let Jewish us know. Consultant. A Jew, yes, we'll put you on the payroll. 
Asterisk. <laughs> yeah. As soon as we become solvent, you become solvent. Oh. That's the key to becoming a Stephen Kyle podcast consultant. You, no, you I want to know. You saying asterisk right there reminded me of a text that I sent you last week because I was editing the, the best of show, the um, year in review, which was titled year in review 2019. So if we wanted to, we could just replay all of our Load episodes. Load it in. And um, so, yeah, that took about three days for me to fix it. Um, but I, I think I sent you a text that had a quote from one of the segments in it. It said, James Earl Jones will read your ad. Asterisk. James Earl Jones will not read your ad. Nearly directly <laughs> after saying that, yeah. Oh, it was directly. There was, That was exactly how it, how it went. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently. We had never got any requests. For, actually, we did. We just never replied. Oh, is that the... the I believe Stan uh, the Movie Man wanted to advertise and, on our podcast. Like, uh, Super Patrick or whatever his name was. Uh, it was Marvelous Patrick. Marvelous Patrick. Almost 100% positive he jumped off the ship <laughs> and is not interested any longer. But yeah, Stan the Movie Man wanted a piece of it. Uh, Stan the Movie Man and I have a beef going on right now. Oh, no. Uh, via Twitter. Okay, about what? No, on my personal Twitter, I've decided lately, Steve... To, to let pick fights with everyone, I've how noticed. How dare you? I am not I've, picking fights. <laughs> I noticed uh, that, and uh, b- between your Twitter and y- your guns ablazing approach to the informed page. Excuse me? What did I do on the informed page? I don't even know if I've commented on there. Oh, you definitely have. Huh. Uh, you made fun of somebody for their incorrect use of the of ETA. Well, it was a question. <laughs> It was, a, it was this long-winded post asking, so listen, maybe I've been a little bit internet pent up lately. So yes, yeah, somebody asked on Facebook, uh, what was it about if the group's good or bad? Yeah. And then, yeah. So, and then she it was, puts... It was, it was a stupid post. It was like it was a... Dumb. Sti- it was like a state of the Facebook group post. Yeah, but then the she like added or edited her post and put in, in between asterisk marks, ETA. So I was like... Mm-hmm. Estimated time of arrival. What yeah. could that possibly imply? And she said, "No, that's short for edited to add." No, it's not, Steve. Not on my planet. Not on anybody's planet. Hmm. And now that I think about it, that's the poll this week. Because if I, I will be proven correct on this one. I am adamant that this now, woman made this up on her own. Now I am one hundred percent on your side. ETA to me means estimated time of arrival. I just typed in, what does ETA mean on the internet? Sure. ETA means estimated time of arrival. Yeah. Or edited to add. No. <laughs> no, I won't believe so now it. now you know ETA means estimated time of arrival or edited to add. Don't thank us. You're welcome. So that'll be the poll this week. <laughs> Have you ever heard the abbreviation ETA referred to as edited to add? Yeah. I never had. Um, so I was... I was on your side. I enjoyed being a spectator on the sidelines for that. I feel yeah. like you, you, um, like you said, you've been pent up a bit on the internet. Uh, are has it just been the last couple weeks? Because you got Christmas, you got uh, you know. I don't know. I, I mean, even going back all the way to Thanksgiving, it's a hectic time of year. But that was maybe you're not getting in like the amount of time that you normally get to uh, so hurl. To, to hurl haymakers at people left and right who you disagree with or in some cases completely agree with. Maybe, uh, but I feel it's important to say on the, in that specific instance that I was not aggressive. I simply, my I, it was no extra no. punctuation. I just said, why did you put ETA in there? I think that the reason I question it is because I know you personally. <laughs> 
And you're well, now right. I don't know what you're getting at. <laughs> you're right. Now you're on your own. You're right. There may not have been any extra punctuation or uh, yeah. like stupid face emojis yeah. or like pile of bar for anything. No way, man. Nuts and bolts, Kyle. <laughs> I was getting down to brass tacks quickly. But I do know you and how you are. I guess I just heard it in your voice. Yeah, I guess so. Um, <laughs> there was no, I don't think the person took any ill will. No. I kind of hope they did. No, I think a lot of the people in there are just really stupid. And Very. You, could, you could start your post with, I'm about to troll you, troll them, and then end it with, I just trolled you. Yes. And they still wouldn't get it. No, no idea. No idea. Uh, speaking of the poll, important to uh, briefly talk about, because this has been... Uh, two, uh, well, no, I guess it's only been a week and a half. Two, but two weeks ago episode, we played the short snippet of your nephew <laughs> yeah, boy, sending me these, a message. These were, uh, uh, finally, we got a poll that is 100% in the opposite direction. So, I- Steve claims, and uh, my brother Mike claims, that he was just saying, I love beer, Uncle Kyle. Yeah. Now, I was, I mean, I shot the video. That's what he said. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I I know I just heard him do it. Sure. Well, Steve, eighty two percent of people disagree with you between Facebook and Twitter at Steve and Kyle, and they seem to think "f you, Kyle" was what came out of his mouth. Ah, <laughs> oh, Joey, Joey, Joey. There was Joey. a few writing candidates. A couple of people said that oh, really? I heard "love you, Kyle." Oh, there you go. That's nice. Still important to note. 88% on Facebook, 75% on Twitter uh, concur that it, with me on first hearing said F you, Kyle. Hmm. Well, one more time. F you, Kyle. Oh, boy. <laughs> sure hasn't gotten any better. It has not changed. Wait. All right. I got to... Let me, let me just highlight that. Boost it up a bit. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Clean it up. Run, yeah, a, run, run it a through fil- a filter or two on sure, it. Sure, Steve. See. You're the audio guru yeah, over there. I mean, now it's going to be clear as day. He's going to say, I like beer, Uncle Kyle. Yep. I like you, Uncle Kyle. Huh. Hmm. There's a, there's a K on the end <laughs> of that first <laughs> portion. <laughs> anyway, it's uh, Monday, December 31st, 2018, the year of our Lord. It's the Stephen Kyle Podcast. The reason we started Happy New Year is this will be released on New Year's Day. Look at us. Two weeks in a row releasing episodes on a holiday. Absolutely. You're welcome to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's been a fun time. I love being able to follow people who maybe are jumping out a little later to the show or didn't hear everything. We have sent us a gift. Jeremy Koss sent us a couple of gifts or this year as well as he's now listening back to the show through 2017 and i always enjoy this steve so did he so he just jumped on board then in 2018 and now he's going back yeah i guess he's working through the backlog so he sent us clips of you of of us when we made uh poor our great friend of the podcast here josh uh, made his baby cry <laughs> his newborn baby and he yep. has sworn vengeance on me still for that again don't know why it was my fault you said can you scream this and he agreed. I don't know how I am. Well, you know, it's, uh, my memory of it's kind of foggy. I don't rem- not sure. Then he good. sent us another clip. Now, Steve, this is going to bring you back, and I can almost guarantee you don't remember this. Do you remember saying that you were less rapey than Ronald McDonald? <laughs> what? So, I mean, I I agree with the sentiment. But- this was, we found out that McDonald's was accepting applications via Snapchat. 
So I took a oh, snap I of vaguely, you. I vaguely remember that. Sending it to McDonald's. And you're, I, I don't have a cord hooked in, but I was going to say, it, it says that uh, you. There, that should work. Sorry for the, the crackling buzz. and the buzzing. Oh, yeah, that, that sounds good. Better on the second time. <laughs> All right, so let's. McDonald's okay. promo. Hey, McDonald's, it's me, Steve. I'm also in Michigan from the Steve and Kyle podcast. Uh, you should hire me. I'm less rapey than Ronald McDonald, <laughs> and I won't crap in the Big Macs. <laughs> What? I can't believe that we didn't get any snaps back from McDonald's. Yeah, what the hell, McDonald's? I'm I'm waiting for my my big gig here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I did want to get into. I'm having a beat, but I'm letting my internet uh, self fly a little bit right now. You sure are. I've had some hot takes the last few days, and one happened to catch the ire of our friend Stan, the Movie Man. Who, as we know, runs a movie review website for his Is own it just pleasure. Stan, StanTheMovieMan.com? I think it was StanTheMovieMan.com. Yeah, yeah. We've spoken to him in the past, and we sh- we should probably talk to him in, for the upcoming Oscar season. Oh, definitely. Stan, him, clear your calendar. Yeah, it's StanTheMovieMan.com. And maybe ask him uh, where Hurricane Heist falls in all of these categories coming up this <laughs> Looks year. Like Stan recently has a review of Holmes and Watson. Oh, boy. Uh, you know, did we ever talk to him about, uh, about our favorite, our runaway favorite, um, uh, A Star is Born? We haven't. No, no. We have to put that on the list. We, we do. We definitely do need to talk to Stan about movies. He did Aquaman recently. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Again, uh, that's StanTheMovieMan.com. Spends his free time seeing movies, reviewing them for everybody on his own website. But, you know, I wish, I wish I had that passion. Like, I wish I had the passion to do something like that. See, I love movies, but I'd never think enough to write up a review for just a website of my own. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it would be one thing if I was being paid by a company to, like, if I was the movie reviewer at right. the, the Daily Bugle Like, it's your job. Sure. But, you know, I, I've been stewing on this one for a while now, Steve, and I finally decided to let it loose Good. on Twitter. We talked recently about my distaste for Home Alone 2. I have that thread that's also on my Twitter profile from last year where I did just awful, just horrendous. This what, one, what's though, the main sticking point? Like, what's the if you had to if you had to focus on one thing that you hated the most about Home Alone Two, the follow up to the wildly popular yeah. Home Alone, Macaulay Culkin, yeah, uh, Joe Pesci, uh, Daniel Stern, Daniel Stern. That's the other. I never remember yeah. his name. Do you think that... I'm sure that guy gets that all the time. Like, he hey, has to. You were the other guy. Yeah, you're that guy. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're the you're, stupid one. You weren't the kid actor who got addicted to all those drugs and was hanging out with Mila Kunis for years, and you're also not the one yeah. who won a bunch of awards. You're the guy from the Bushwhackers, but, aren't you? But I recognize you. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it was just a downgrade in every facet from the first one. Now, you know they have to... Yeah. It's obviously Home Alone, so... He has to be by himself, but it's just in every way, it's simply a downgrade. They're like, well, we'll just switch the cities in New York now. And in the first one, they have the, you know, the snow shoveling grandfather who has lost touch with his family that everybody's oh, yeah. afraid of. And the second one, they just have a random pigeon Did, lady. Didn't uh, Buzz call him like old man shovel slayer? Yeah. Something, like, yeah. Back in 68, yeah. he murdered his whole family and half the people on the block. Yeah. And now he just shovels and puts salt <laughs> down and scares everyone. The salt is the bodies that decompose. But this gets forgotten because... Oh, wow. Hold on. Uh, sorry. Spoiler alert. Oh, my. <laughs> I can't believe we've gone that far. But if you get into Home Alone 2, the replicate they have of this is this pigeon lady. 
because it's in New York, and obviously hobos love pigeons. But they go through this whole story. Now, when the old man in number one talks to Kevin about, yeah, well, my family left me, fam- issues yeah, happened, we haven't up, spoken to any Ends up being a, a beautiful soul, just a wonderful man. The second movie is just about how she, she loved a guy, didn't love her back, so she just went bonkers and lived in Central Park with pigeons. <laughs> There's no rhyme or reason to it. I was kind of hoping that there was going to be a tie-in to Old Man Shovel Slayer. Like. Something. Like, oh, that's my brother. <laughs> you know? I don't know. It was just such a downgrade. So that, that's been eating at me for years, and I don't respect it as a film. Okay. Uh, but this one, it's a show everybody's seen. Everybody. Uh, so to be clear, you were fine with them leaving the child at home oh, no. on vacation twice. Oh, no. Most of my gripes are with the parenting abilities of the McAllister parents. Okay. They should have been... Re- taken away in full following the first film yeah but if you remember steve now this is taking you back i know the last time you saw that i watch it yearly kevin covers that whole thing up his parents have no idea that the robbery thing is even part of what happened because he sends the uh har marv and harry across the street to a house they've already burglarized that's where he sends the cops to. That's where they capture them both. The white bandits, yeah. And he, in a matter of mere hours, cleans up his entire house from all of the traps he placed. Except for Buzz's room. Except for Buzz's room, obviously. Yeah. So number. So By the way, if you hear a dog barking in the background, yeah. we don't. So you're crazy. And if you hear sniffling, yes, that's Steve and I. We're both sick. <laughs> yes. But we're trucking through, and yeah. it is going to be a short episode. So yeah, yeah. as an interjection, uh, apologies. See. We are down to 23 and a half minutes 23. to go. 23. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. 30, no, yeah, we're good until 45. No, yeah. we got... Oh. We got 29 oh, minutes. Oh, my God. I, and there's no chance we're getting through hardly anything we need to get through today. <laughs> so... It's all right. It's New Year's Day. Yeah, nobody's listening to this anyway. All the kings we forgot that it is in the Every time I start singing Old Lang Sign, it turns into grand old flag remember that song like keep your eye on that grand old flag because they're kind of the same same rhythm like halfway through every time it switches in my brain um but this time steve my twitter i couldn't hold it anymore i've been thinking about this for quite a long time it's a show that people adore and i don't get why law and order svu okay people go bonkers over Um, this show I know I've watched uh, I've watched a bunch of episodes of that before. Because it's on on it's any Turner on, yeah. network at least 16 hours mm-hmm. a day. There's various memes about it on the internet, like uh, the blurry photo and then enhance, enhance, enhance. Oh, right. I and it's just that, a clear image. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It could be taken from the moon. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that that's uh, SV. Yeah. SVU. I think so. Well, I'm coming out with a strong statement here. Oh, boy. That I think they are... Top, bo- or sorry, bottom five police detectives in any television program anywhere. Wow. If you've watched a series of these episodes, and it's, it seems like you have, Steve, mm-hmm. uh, let me just read you what I wrote. I've never seen a group of officers so constantly wrong, so constantly accusatory to people be so lauded as TV cops. 
The episode that happened to be on the television at that point was just a cop bullying a leader of a women's homeless shelter, like a battered shelter, trying to break confidentiality agreements. <laughs> just that's, that's the whole thing. <laughs> All right. So where do you rank? Uh, like who who's on your Mount Rushmore of TV cops? I mean, you, you gotta got, have, you gotta have Sipowitz up there, right? Sipowitz obviously he's top three, right? Yeah. He's got to be top three. Uh, who's, what about Andy Griffith? Yeah, yeah, a little more old, uh, a little more family yeah. friendly, but yeah, absolutely, Andy yeah. Griffith. Probably not Barney though. He was a yeah. bumbling idiot. Who was uh, uh, Hill Street Blues? I can't think of the mm. main guy there, but I've, I've, Jimmy Smith as well. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, uh, Sonny from Miami Vice. Uh, Hill Street Blues. Frank Farillo. That sounds right. All right. You got yeah. Sonny Crockett from Miami Vice, Steve, as yeah. he's got to be on there. Absolutely. Yeah. Jimmy Jimmy Smith from NYPD Blue. Oh, that was a big deal. Showed his butt. That was Sipowitz, wasn't it? Was it? Nobody wants to see that. Oh, boy. Oh, was it? But you just, like, like NYPD, like all of oh, these other. Hulk Hogan, Thunder in Paradise. Oh, my gosh. Obviously, is uh, who was his partner? Um. It wasn't Rowdy Roddy Piper. <laughs> but part of me wants to, in my mind now, Boy, is going really to assume that it was. Uh, I watched Thunder in Paradise yeah, now when he, I was a kid. Let's see. Um, the, the Where's the cast? Come on, give me the cast. All right. So we had Hulk Hogan as sure. Randolph J. Hurricane Spencer. Hey guys, it's Hurricane. Uh, Chris Lemon as Martin Brew Brewbaker. Carol Alt as Kelly LaRue. Uh, I don't know who any of these people yeah, are. Holy cow. Yeah, I don't think that. Uh, another one we're forgetting, Steve, obviously, Columbo. Oh, yeah. Would of be a top notch TV police officer. But I have Randolph such a bone J. to pick Hurricane. with. Uh, Olivia Benson, I think her name is. And uh, I think the guys. This was like the main team that was there for years it was christopher maloney played the man i don't even know his name uh stabler hold on i'm sorry but i'm stuck in a thunder in paradise oh, loop we get the theme okay is this where like ripping in a cigarette boat they land on a beach and hop out and tackle a guy Terry Hulk Hogan. His name's... It's not Terry Hogan! No. There's that cigarette boat laying on a beach. This is not the theme song I remember. Boy, they are running away from a lot of explosions. Course, the, the uh, bikini-clad women, yeah, the bikini, bikini women running at the camera. Uh, look at those that CGI with the boat transforming into a a boat. And I'm telling you, that cigarette boat was like Kit, but eight years later and worse. Chris Lemon, never heard of him. Uh, who's the bombshell? Carol Alt. Yeah, that's not the theme song I remember. I remember one, it was like, Thunder in Paradise, if you 
mess with him. It's like rolling the dice or something. What is Carol Alt doing right now? American model and actress. I don't believe that for one instant. Let's see if this one looks like there may have been a update to the theme song for a later season. Oh, this one, yeah, it's a little upbeat, huh? Island-inspired. Oh my god! Still Terry Hulk Hogan! Why does he have an eye patch? Why don't they ever sit down when they're driving the boat? You gotta see over that tall windshield. No, it's a windshield. You see through it. So I think what you encountered here, Steve, this originally premiered as a straight-to-video feature film in 1993. Feature film, huh? And then it was so hot that they had to get it to television by March of the next year. (laughs) And it ran... All the way until November of that same year. It was only on for one year? One year. Later rebroadcast on TNT, which that's where I saw it when I was a young lad. 22 episodes. Well, I know what we need. We need to buy the Thunder in Paradise set. The box set? The box set. It's like half a DVD. (laughs) Hey, 22 episodes. (laughs) You get those regular DVD, we might get four per DVD, okay? (laughs) So that's what we need to get that so we can rewatch Thunder in Paradise. I just remember... Well, you could tell by that. They're putting him as Terry Hulk Hogan. His name's not Terry no, his Hogan. his name's Terry Balea. Terry Balea or whatever, or just put Hulk Hogan. Right. Yeah, you can't combine the two. That, that was like when his uh, his daughter, Brooke, remember the TV show Hogan Knows Best? Yeah, when everybody was and happy she, and he wasn't having sex with a radio host wife? Yeah, yeah. Well, she ended up like starting some music career like famous people do, and uh, she went by... Brooke Hogan. You can't use no. your dad's fake last name. That's, that's unacceptable. As your like recording artist name. Steve, this shouldn't be a surprise to you, but our namesake has come through again in the clutch. For the small price of nine dollars and seventy nine cents. Mm-hmm. We can get all three discs <laughs> that contain the Thunder in Paradise series. Man, if this had been two weeks ago. I would, have, been I would have gotten this for somebody here in the office for the Secret Santa. Oh, my God. Well, hope this podcast is going on in a year because I'm buying it right now. <laughs> 51 episodes from now. Someone's going to be getting this. No, you're not going to remember. No. I can say, you don't remember? Like 51 weeks ago, yeah. we were talking about, you know. Remember? The show. Carol Alt. But it's oh. like it's like the, like, Hogan looks crazed. He looks like a wild oh, does, man yeah. in CGI. Uh, he's got that bandana on. Still, keep living that. <laughs> keep yeah. living that yeah. lie. Keep making people think that you have long hair, buddy. So you obviously, long Steve. Hair since the '70s. So obviously, Steve. They are on the list. Him and uh, Chris Lemon are on the list of top TV detectives as well. Oh boy, I I couldn't remember where this <laughs> where this whole thing started. What else was on that block? Now that we're there. Was it? It was Baywatch because I remember that's what I used to like. It used uh, to be that weird block. It was oh, I'd remember, watch Baywatch and Thunder and Paradise. Do you remember the show? I think this was much later than this, but it was um, 
there was a show about like bicycle cops. No. Yeah, it was. Oh, I think like Mario Lopez was in it. Really? After his Saved by the Bell. Boy, now I'm so days. curious because I want every episode to just be like, let's get that guy. And then they tear off of the screen in a Dodge Charger and the bike, uh, the bike cops go, yeah, we'll get him next time. There was Pacific Blue. The series ran from 1996 to 2000. Wait, they got three more years than Hogan? I know. I think with Hogan, a cigarette boat? Hogan was just before his time. With uh, Thunder in Paradise. This flashy cop series is all about the bicycle patrol of the Santa Monica Police Department. <laughs> was it a comedy? Because no. even, it even says the bulk of their work is a uh, petty crime like pickpocketing. Oh, look at this. It's on Amazon Prime. Oh, boy, do I know what I'm doing today. Four years, though? Yeah. Four years. So what? Well, five, 96, 97, oh, 98, yeah. 99, and 2000. Well, five really, seasons. Can you tell me then why Mario what, Lopez... Hold on. One nomination. If this is oh, not going to be for, a Nickelodeon, if, if it's not for a Razzie, uh, ALMA award. Alma Awards. Alma, that- well, look at the other nominees at the Alma Awards. Uh, outstanding actor in a drama series. Mario Lopez was, uh, uh, yeah, nominated in 1999. Come on. I wonder if it's going to be. Yep, that's what. I, okay, the American Latino Media Arts Award. So maybe oh, okay. in 1999. Television refused <laughs> was, to cast any Latino yeah, actors. Yeah, there was there was one award, one nominee, and it was Mario Lopez because <laughs> he got nominated, but he got just brushed off uh, by obviously somebody. Now I need to know who won Best Actor. I see Benjamin Bratt won one in nineteen ninety. Do they show up to that though? Like if you you see you're nominated in a, the same category as Mario Lopez in a bike cop show, Pacific Blue. Are I'm, you showing up to that award absolutely. show? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know you're going to get a good seat. I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, because it's no. in the Denny's on the corner. <laughs> no one's going to that. Wow. So that's on Prime. And for the small fee of $9.79, we can own all 22 episodes of Thunder and Paradise. Thunder and Paradise isn't streaming anywhere. Do you think anybody's paying for the rights for that? Well, apparently Amazon's paid for the right. Pacific Blue had to be part of a package deal, right? Like, they were talking with whatever distributor. They're yeah. like, hey, we want to run, we want to have the catalog of this show. They say, well, if you're taking that, we've got to unload this five-season catalog of Pacific Blue, and that's part of the deal. It's like in a basketball trade where if you want to get some better value, you have to take on some bloated salaries. That's yeah. what Amazon did in order to get a better show than Pacific Thunder Blue. Paradise. Amazon Prime. Let's see. No go. No go. I can't even find out who won these awards in 1999 other than Benjamin Bratt was the host. Far and away, that has to be the biggest get they could ever get, right? Because the next yeah. year, their host was Paul Rodriguez. Paul Rodriguez. Who's that? I don't know. He hosted it in 2000. Apparently the show got canceled in 2001 or just didn't have a host. He hosted it again in 2002. 2003, 2004, and 2005. Did you hear that? Was that like oh, a, yeah. that was a little grumble? Yeah. Happy New Year, folks. From my gut to your ears. Boy, I got to add that to the catalog as we march forward, Steve, to the Steve 64. Oh, God. <laughs> 
I'm already dreading putting that together. We're going to have to start it in like a week. This thing was canceled for three years. They come back with heavy firepower. They start bring, they bring out Eva Longoria as a host, who in 06 was hugely... That was Desperate Housewives. Yeah. She was a hot commodity. Now she's nothing. George she's not Will- doing anything now? I don't think so. She's married to a basketball player. Um, who's she married to? Uh, she was married to Tony Parker. I don't know who that is. Not anymore. He was a longtime player for the San Antonio Spurs. Oh, let's see. To- divorced in 2011. Jose Antonio Bastion. Married in 2016. Has a kid. Yeah, I don't think they are. I don't even know if she's working anymore. Hmm. Well, how so, about that? So now we know what we're doing. That's our. I mean, we, so we're getting a backlog right now. That We've got Hurricane Heist, Thunder in Paradise. Yeah, I think we just need to have a, a, a watch party. We really do. Wait a minute. We're coming over to your house tonight. For New Year's Eve. Yeah, cancel that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, we could throw out some Pacific Blue. Because I don't... I, I, just I mean, do. I mean, Pack Blue as... as oh, as the people. fans? <laughs> I think we should. I think we should live tweet. Because uh, if... Let's see. I think we're getting over there around 8 o'clock tonight. Uh-huh. So you have that... You have Pack Blue S1, E1, ready to go. So as soon as we walk in the door, bam. Yeah, hit it. We're, and we can probably get through four episodes before we've got to listen to Seacrest Babylon. Yeah. You know what I've wanted to do every year on New Year's Eve? Because I always see somebody post about it on Facebook. Uh-huh. They say, if you start Forrest Gump at 1038 and 57 seconds, you will ring in the new year with Forrest and Lieutenant Dan when they're at the bar in New York City. Really? Yeah. Like, you got to back time it. Ten. Wow. I mean, what a privilege. One of the most overrated movies of all time. Oh, get out of my house. I love that movie. Yeah, it's fine. Bad run for Hanks. Forrest Gump, Castaway, yuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, real bad run. I'm sure he's I'm sure he wakes up every morning and says, Man, why did I why did I lend my services to those real dogs? I really did not like either of those movies though. Castaway I was kind of I was so so on. Um loved Forrest Gump. Loved Apollo thirteen. I think you'd love Forrest Gump right now. You watch that today. You think you you think it holds well, up? Well, I mean, it's it's like anything else. There's a lot of bad CGI. Yeah, and I'm not talking about that uh, as much because you have to. De- I mean, you're dealing with an era, obviously. I but do you I, think everything? I think I else, would. Do you really think? Yeah, so? I, because if it was if I went upstairs when we were done recording, if if I went upstairs and that movie was on right now, I would sit there and watch the entire thing. I kind of want. I want. I want you to do that. If you have free time, I want you to watch Forrest Gump and let me know how it holds up. I definitely will. Okay, because I don't think it held. I don't think it held up well at no. all. Because that came out in what ninety five, ninety six. Yeah, I think it was ninety four, ninety four, something like that. But what did you not like about it? Well, first of all, the Jenny Forrest dynamic is gross in its entirety. Uh, the idea that she just goes away and becomes what they imply a. A uh, a real sleaze ball, yeah, yeah, and not then great. comes back and Forrest just raises her child for her. Yeah, essentially. I, w- I won't. I'm not uh, here to defend Jenny. Yeah, uh, or any of the. Well, any I mean, of she her, obviously took any of her body of work. She took advantage of a man with special needs. I think we can all agree. You know, I think yeah. initially, but I think in the end, uh, she she grew to love him. No, he had money. Get over. Get out of here. Come on. What are you That's living right. in? He, he did get invested in that fruit company. What are you living in? Pleasantville, Steve? Come on. She saw the money signs. She had a uh, she, she had an illegitimate child that she needed care for. She herself was hooked up to all these types of drugs, if I recall. You know, you're ruining this for me. 
<laughs> you know, I, I, Next I you're going to tell me Lieutenant Dan doesn't really have no legs. Oh, he's just a drunk, angry idiot. <laughs> so, yeah, I'd be curious to hear your... Uh, but these are all things I'd love to ask Stan the Movie Man about. Okay. we got to get his thoughts on A Star is Born. I want to ask him about Forrest Gump. One of the Oscars? In February. Okay. Stan, mark it in your calendar. We'll call you at some point. Yeah. Calendar, that whole area. <laughs> Possible Steve and Kyle. <laughs> be ready at any time. Question mark. Could be a Sunday morning. Could be a Monday afternoon. So, as we are quickly running out of time. <laughs> Boy, we are. Uh, we are less than 10 minutes away. And that's a, my apologies. No, we, it's fine. We had to. We switched the day, and I yeah. have a football game obligation that I have been waiting more than a month to watch. So it's uh, we're kind of hands. What's, uh, what's the big football the, game uh, today? It's the Red Box Bowl. Red Box Bowl. Yeah, that's the uh, Michigan State Spartans against the Oregon Ducks. Ah, in San Francisco, California, Steve. L.A. Huh? Well, I think it's a little, <laughs> a little ways away from L.A., but yes. California, the the windy city, Hollywood land is what they call it, I believe. Uh, yep, the gateway to the west, the city of opportunity, city that never sleeps, city with fire. Yeah, the uh, oldest city in the world, <laughs> if you can believe it. <laughs> I know, San Francisco, there before the pyramids. Uh. City with that jail on an island. Yep. Yeah, that's there, too. God, I want to see that. I'd love to go there. Alcatraz? Yeah. But I just want to go there and yell quotes from The Rock. <laughs> Welcome to The Rock. Welcome to The Rock. And, and you want to, like, roll through the fire. Yeah. Or, and just yell at General Hummel <laughs> to stop to stop his crusade. Yeah. God, what an underrated movie that is. So good. Yeah. But back to my issue. Wait, of but, but I mean, come on now. You can't. You can't shun Forrest Gump, but glorify Sean Connery in that role because he was like in prison. He was a prisoner. No problem with him being a prisoner. That was second chances, Steve. He, uh, he was in prison for like robbing a bank or something. Oh, wasn't he? boo hoo! Ro- He's the Robin Hood of our time. Robbing the man to give back to the poor. Right. Yeah. Well, your morals sure do have a sliding <laughs> scale, don't they? Hey, Sean Connery in The Rock. Ten times better person than Jenny from Forrest Gump, and I'll stand by it. I won't argue. Well, no, I will. Do Jen- I? Do we have Jen- room for two bowls this week? Because now I'm mad. What did Jenny do time for? She didn't have to do time. She left Forrest in the lurch, a special needs man. Went off and did drugs and slept around, came back with this bastard child and said, here, Forrest. She had AIDS, right? It was AIDS? Oh, there's no question. Okay. Right? Because they never... They never directly they never say said. it. Leave it ambiguous, I guess. Yeah. But she's the she's a scumbag. Oh, you watch your she mouth. She got what's coming to her. Oh. <laughs> That's right, folks. <laughs> a heated debate in 2018, well, 2019, about Jenny from Forrest Gump and whatever Sean Connery's character's name was in The Rock. <laughs> That's right. What the Nicholas Cage terrorist vehicle set on Alcatraz Island. Uh, that was... Let's see. Well, uh, Nicholas Cage played Stanley Goodspeed. Yeah, Godspeed. Yeah. And, Ooh. Uh, Ooh. That was... Do I got a little bit of Connery in me? Whoa, okay. Hold on. Time out. Okay. Find time a clip. Out. Find. We don't, we're running low on time. Find a very brief clip. Okay. This is going to be easy. This is going to be simple for you. But I need you to do it. Exactly as you hear it. 
Don't take any creative liberties with it, because this is the most classic clip in all of movie <laughs> history. Well, boy, this build-up. All right. I'm going to put it up on the screen for you. Uh, so you truly get into character. Uh -huh. <laughs> Sorry, just get ready, Steve. You have to do that with more of a British accent. <laughs> okay. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Look how cool that is. Everything about this movie. Coming up out of the the pit of whatever. The eagles are on the rock. They've entered the system room. <laughs> Radars don't make that sound, by the way. No. That's the sound of like a submarine diving. Thank you very much, Mr. Mason. You've listened to a room with no exit. Any ideas, Dillinger? Figured out soon we're sitting ducks. That guy's such a badass for sitting ducks. I'd like to know how you plan on accomplishing that. Through here. Look at that. It, I mean, spinning gears and flames. <laughs> I'm already backtracking. I think my Connery impression only goes as far as good speed. You got it. There's a line where he says, God speed, good speed. That might be it. Here we go. Here we go. This is this is where he does it. Have a nice day. First of all, what machine is it that is made that has spinning gears, blades, and shoots fire? Well, thank God he protected his full head of hair with this ski mask that he cut out eye holes way too big for. Otherwise, he might burn up and die. All right, hold on. Hold on. We're getting to the point here that I need you to get into character for. <clears throat> Look at him go. He's through the fire. Now he's past the gear. Oh, now he's gone. Oh, past the blades. Where'd you dig up this guy? That's classified. That's classified. <laughs> Nicholas Cage literally plays the same character in every Nicholas movie. Nicholas Cage Later, plays Nicholas Cage. Yeah. Nothing. Tell him to stay out there. Forward. Look, I know that we're just watching a movie here, but I don't care. It's all going to be worth it. I need to go home and watch this right now. Well, now they're now they're worried. They think Looks he's like gone. He this oh no! I knew it. That son of a jump shit. Welcome to the Rock. Oh, oh boy! And then the music swells. Ah! All right, all right. We gotta be right there when he opens that door. Here we go. Oh, I missed it. <laughs> you were late. A little further. Welcome to the rock. Welcome to the rock. <laughs> I need good gods. I can't do it. Well, it's more of a walk. Welcome to the rock. I think I can. I I think my Connery might go as far. As, as your word. James Earl Jones. What? You bite your tongue. We had an entire uh, segment about that on the year in review about how it should be a TV show called Ray Connections. But it's Ray, right? You would just say that you'd emphasize Ray every time in, in J.E. Jones' voice, and the rest would be you, right? I feel as though if you 
listen to last week's episode, your your tune would change there, kind sir. All right, one more time. Oh, Here never we go. forget that fleeting moment. Welcome to the rock. Welcome to the rock. I can't get it now. You're, you're a little too it nasally. Was a, it was, uh, yeah, well, it's not helping that I, uh, I've had a cold for four days. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm pulling that, though. The first time I nailed it. Yeah, you did. I'll give you that. And I'm going to put that side by side with the line from the movie. You're yeah. not going to be able yeah, to do, tell. Do some arts and crafts, just yeah. like we did with uh, the uh, Alexa ask Uber for a ride. <laughs> yeah, I've got time. I'm going to make this work. <laughs> Katie says, hey, can you change the baby? No. No. Get get moving, loser. Uh, I'm doing arts and crafts. Oh, look at that. As predetermined, we were going to start that music at 2.43. It's exactly 2.43. Yeah. Sorry for the short episode, but uh, we got places to be, stuff to do, things to get done. Big party tonight, big New Year's Eve party. Yeah, big bad. Yeah, what time you think you're staying up until? 9.45. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think that if we were not coming to your house, I'd probably be asleep by 10. I don't think I'd make it to, to midnight. Yeah, I mean, it's different when you're sick, but obviously, yeah, yeah, I think you're right. There's no yeah. reason. Like, it doesn't matter, really. No. I don't have to go online and update all my forms. This isn't Y2K. <laughs> all right, we'll be back next week. Full-length episode. Back to normal. Sorry for the short episode, but again, it's just... It's a hectic time of year. Download, subscribe, and review the show on iTunes, the Apple Podcasts app, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, YouTube, Libsyn, StevenKyle.com, StevenKyle.com slash merch. Uh, thanks for everyone who downloaded the episode last week, listening to the year in review. That was a lot of fun to put together. So yes. uh, if you hear anything this year that you think is remotely funny, let us know so we can actually start keeping track of that earlier than doing it all the week before. That would be very helpful. Yeah. Talk to you next week.